This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1064. Five hints you could be an underperformer, even when no one says anything, by Laura Stack of theproductivitypro.com. And I'm Dan, your personal narrator here at OWD, and I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you today and get right into it with the Productivity Pro as we optimize your life. Five Hints You Could Be an Underperformer, Even When No One Says Anything, by Laura Stack of theproductivitypro.com. Quote, Is it not strange that desire should so many years outlive performance? End quote. William Shakespeare. After years of loyalty to an employer, you may assume you're doing good work even when no one takes the time to say it. Possibly you've hit a level of stability after struggling for a while and conclude you must be doing fine since no one has claimed otherwise. Or you may just feel complacent after achieving laurels and backpats for doing good work in the past, to the point where you shift into automatic and count on routines to keep you on the right path. Just because no one brings it up, however, doesn't mean you're not underperforming. Some managers just assume you know what you're doing and say nothing. Others may not want to say anything for fear of embarrassing you. And then all of a sudden, you're blindsided by a performance plan. Or if everyone gets a Christmas bonus except you, that would be another major hint. Even if there is no obvious evidence like what we've talked about, you still may be underperforming. So take a moment to look for any of the following signs in your daily work. One, you're a jack of minor tasks, guru of none. If you get an important project and everything else you do could fall by the wayside, you could be an underperformer. Somehow you get all the housekeeping chores. You never get to make presentations and nobody wants you to help with important projects. Look at your to-do list. If you're always quote-unquote busy doing low-priority administrative tasks or if your tasks combined don't add up in value to one or two of the higher-priority tasks others handle, ask yourself why. Your team may have pushed you to the sidelines because you don't perform well. Side note, if you're in a leadership position, you may have fallen into the common trap of doing menial tasks that should actually be assigned to someone else simply because you're capable of doing them. It's important to prioritize tasks that are a fit for your unique abilities and delegate the rest. Two, you just don't care. If you're disengaged from your job and you treat your employer like an ATM, you could be an underperformer. You go to work only to pay the bills and don't care about anything but meeting your deadlines on time. And you sometimes miss some of those. You don't own your job and would never contribute discretionary time. You can keep a job for years this way, but you're still underperforming. So ask yourself, are you willing to put enough energy and time into your work to matter? If not, find something you actually enjoy or determine if you have a physical or mental issue preventing you from doing your best. Even seemingly small things like too little sleep can kill your engagement. Three, you're coasting on routine. If your job looks the same today as it did two years ago and you groan if anyone wants to give you a new project, you could be an underperformer. Routine works best when coupled with a tight strategy in which you coordinate closely with your team, but work must shift to match the market. You probably need to go against the grain in a deliberate and calculated way. Four, you get lots of written feedback. If your boss and coworkers are constantly sending you emails, quote unquote, trying to be helpful, you could be an underperformer. This usually happens in two circumstances. Either your manager is trying to yank you back onto the right path, or she's documenting reasons to fire you. 
A sudden flurry of notes, suggestions, reprimands, or outright outlines of what you should do ought to put you on alert. Get to work immediately on improving your performance. And five, you're a poor fit. If you're often confused or unable to do some of the work after two years in your job, you could be an underperformer. The job may just not be the right fit for you, or you're truly unable to handle it. This can happen to people who think, I have managing experience, I can handle any managing job, and get hired on the basis of past experience. But managing a paper mill may not make you the best manager for a drug R&D company or an environmental firm. Your choice? Either put in overtime to fill in the gaps, or admit the poor fit and find a more appropriate job. Word to the wise. Most of the time, you know what you're doing and aren't doing it badly. But if you find yourself in any of these situations or in any others where you have a gut feeling something's not right, then step up and ask your manager about your performance. If you learn you're dragging your team down to the point your job is endangered, then regroup and learn how to do your job right. Or find something else that's a better fit for you. You just listened to the post titled, Five Hints You Could Be an Underperformer, Even When No One Says Anything, by Laura Stack of theproductivitypro.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Laura, who is an award-winning keynote speaker and best-selling author of eight books. Her engaging personality combined with over 25 years of experience helping organizations achieve results have made her one of the most sought-after experts and keynote speakers in her field. Laura's been featured in publications like the New York Times, USA Today, the Wall Street Journal, Entrepreneur, and Forbes Magazine, and has been a spokesperson for Microsoft, Danon, 3M, Office Depot, Xerox, and more. And if that wasn't enough, her client list includes top Fortune 500 companies you may have heard of, like Starbucks, Walmart, Bank of America, GM, Wells Fargo, and Time Warner, plus government agencies such as the U.S. Air Force Academy, the Census Bureau, the U.S. Senate, and the IRS. So she's got such a breadth of experience, and there's so much you can learn from her by coming to theproductivitypro.com, where you can find all of her videos, books, store, newsletter, and blogs. So again, that is theproductivitypro.com. But that's it for today. I thank you so much for supporting the show and being a subscriber or follower because that really goes a long way to help keep this podcast going. So enjoy the rest of your day and hope I'll see you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.